welcome back to the Out to Me podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. And on today's episode, I am chatting with Yoko Youngman all about numerology. Yoko is a dietetic intern, herbalist, and women's sexual health coach who has studied natural medicine for the past seven years. She also knows all about the you know integration of science and spirituality from astrology to numerology, and I'm super excited to have her on today to focus in on numerology. And we're going to talk about some amazing things, especially how to find your life lesson number, your soul number, your outer personality number, and your path of destiny number. It's super easy to calculate these, and we're going to do a rundown of what every number means for you based on what you get. So you're going to walk away from this episode knowing about each number that you have, how to calculate them. I highly recommend taking out a calculator and maybe a notepad. Virtual notes could work, but a notepad would be even better for this episode. So you can calculate your numbers as we go through it and then follow along to learn the meaning of each number. This episode is on the longer side because we do go in depth with each number. So I'm going to keep this intro short and let's go ahead and dive in. Hey, Yoko, and welcome to the LTB podcast. Hi, Katie. So happy to be here. So excited for this topic today. Me too. We are going to be talking about numerology today, which I don't know too much about, but what I do know sounds really fun and I'm super excited (laughs) to dive in. So before we get there, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Awesome. I'm a dietetic intern and that means I'm practicing to be a diet, a licensed registered dietitian nutritionist. Um, But aside from that, I have a holistic and metaphysical practice where I do intuitive body work. I work a lot with energy. I incorporate Eastern philosophies and Eastern medicine with modern science. Uh, So it's kind of the gist of what I do. It gets really in depth. But. Yeah. So when we met, when we connected, we were talking about a bunch of different things from astrology to obviously numerology, which we're going to dive in today. So tell us a little bit about numerology. What is it? Yes. So it is a metaphysical subject. It stems from an esoteric practice. It's a sacred science where essentially the truth of your soul can be understood and it helps sort of set you at rest to have a deeper understanding and meaning and connection to the cosmic mind, the universe, God, there's many names for what we call it, but it's definitely spiritual practice. Um, In this practice, we can discover our inner selves, uh, our reasons for being and just exist in the joy and the splendor of the spirit, God. And um, the essence is that there is an order in the universe. So we see this order from atoms to the solar system. And numerology stems from this interest in the rhythm of this order and to understand it. Pythagoras is the father of mathematics. And we can dedicate and owe much of our understanding to numbers and numerology to him. He's the one who discovered that the square of the hypotenuse of a right triangle equals the sum of the squares of the other two sides. And that was a major breakthrough in mathematics. But first and foremost, he was a mystic and a philosopher, and he had a deep interest in understanding how the universe works, understanding numbers, understanding harmonics, geometry, and astronomy. 
And this concept is that we're born at a certain day, a certain hour and minute into this earth's energy field, this field of energy, which is the conditions and vibrations that exist. And this determines a great extent of the particular actions and reactions that will characterize our entire lives. And we're basically conditioned by this set, this basic set of vibrations that were active when we took our first breath. In the beginning, there was one. And then from one, we got two. And so from one was is when life started. And when life started, two emerged. And that's the first pair. And from that ushered the real beginning of the universal geometry. And numbers by themselves represent universal principles and through which all things evolve and continue to grow in a cyclic fashion. And so in this esoteric numerology, it is uh, an art and science of understanding the spiritual significance and orderly progression of all manifestation. The digits one through nine symbolize the stages through which an idea must pass before it becomes a, a reality. So in other words, with these numbers, with the knowledge of the meanings of this number, one can understand the orderly progression of all life cycles. So we place a lot of meaning into these numbers. Some might say this, you know, things only exist when we put meaning to it, but this has been practiced since ancient times and has been validated by so many practitioners that it's up to you to try for yourself to see if this works for you. But I will guarantee that you'll <laughs> find that this has so much meaning to your life and will help guide you to understand who you are, what you're here to do and where you're going. <laughs> and every word or name vibrates to a number and every number has inner meaning. So with that, we have numbers from our names, we have numbers from our birthday, and in total, we have four personal numbers. But before I dive into what these four personal numbers mean, we have to understand uh, this uh, code, this numerological code that every letter can reduce down to. So we use the numbers one through nine, like I described before, how the numbers one through nine described the stages through which all things go through to become manifest in reality. And all double digits beyond nine reduce to the same base number and have the same basic meaning. So for example, the number 12, one plus two will reduce to three. 50, five plus zero will reduce to five. And we do this up until the number 78. The number 78 is significant. Once we go over the number 78, for example, if you add up all the numbers of your name mm -hmm. and you get the number 96, you would add 9 plus 6, which gives you 15, and that will be the number that you use to then reduce to 6. So beyond 78, we reduce it to the another double digit, and then we use that double digits to do other calculations. So you basically and just keep reducing. Like you take the two mm -hmm. digits, add them together. If that's still two digits... You take those two digits and add them together until you get to a single digit. Yes, there are. There is an exception. We have a set called master numbers, and that includes 11, 22, and 33. And those have more intricate spiritual meanings to it. 
uh, but for today's topic, we'll just acknowledge that they're master numbers and they do not reduce. So if you have a number 33, for example, which I'm going to spoil alert, that's one, that's your life lesson number. Oh, I, hey. I <laughs> so you, your life lesson number is a master number, 33. So we wouldn't reduce that to six. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Am I special? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if, so if you want to know Katie's number, life lesson number and meaning, you have to stay till the end. To know yes. Yes. Okay. So. What were the other ones you said? 11, 33, and what else? 22. Okay. 11, 22, 33. Okay, perfect. So 78 represents a total experience. It comes from the extension of 12, which means we add 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and the total of this is 78. We use the number 12 because 12 represents a complete cycle, a whole, a circle, and we see that in 12 months of the year. 12 signs of the Zodiac, and the 12 disciples. This is a really symbolic number that is just present in our world and in human history of trying to understand the world and have placed meaning to life. Wait, why is it 78? It's 78. What does 78 have to do with 12? When you add 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 5 plus 6 plus 7 plus 8 plus 9 plus 10 plus 11 plus 12, it equals 78. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like those two numbers together. I'm like, that does not equal 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, it's 78. Got it. Mm-hmm. And we use 12 because we see 12 in the 12 months of the, the year. And the way we made our calendar was watching the patterns of the seasons. And we've determined that over a course of 12 months, we complete our, a whole cycle and then we start again. Okay. And we also, well, I guess it, astrology definitely relates to seasons. So in that sense, we can say the same thing, the 12 signs of the Zodiac also corresponds to the 12 months. And fun fact, numerology is intricately tied to and corresponds with tarot and astrology, but that is a more advanced topic. I do want to ask about that. So maybe we can get into that in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question about the numbers too, though. So seven plus eight is 15. So you mm-hmm. said up until that number, we're adding the single digits together, right? Up until that number, we're going to use the n- number that it reduces to, to use it in our calculations to get our four personal numbers. So I think it'll make more sense once we get into calculating your numbers because you actually had um your consonants added to the number 82 so then 82 reduced to 10 but 10 still reduces to one however we have to use the unreduced number to calculate your path of destiny Mm, okay so we wouldn't use 82 to calculate your path of destiny we would use 10 because 82 is over 76 but for example if it added to 75 we would use We would just keep 75 as your unreduced number to calculate your path of destiny number. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Okay, so is that everything we need to know about the numbers in general before we go into the the four key numbers that we have? I could kind of do a brief rundown of what each number means on its own. Sure, yeah, let's do that. So we'll start with one. So like I said, in the beginning, there was one. And... 
One represents the masculine, the yang, the atom, uh, the hydrogen. And scientists say in the beginning of the universe, there was a void. Then hydrogen appeared. And that's when life started. So it represents the male principle. Um, some key words include that describe one are like original, independent, even like aggressive, indi individualistic, creative, dominant, and this sort of like cardinal energy, which we also going to tie a little bit of astrology in, but the beginning of the zodiac cycle is with Aries and that Aries is that cardinal sign that initiates thing and mm -hmm. initiates things and is masculine. Uh, it's the start of any operation. It's that spark. Then we go into two, which represents a pair. And with the pair, now we have some room for adaptability. We're able to go back and forth. We're able to change and um this adds an element of almost indecisiveness you know if you have a number if you're a number two person you might be a little bit indecisive and um you're gonna have more feminine characteristics rather than a person who may be a number one does this correlate with the zodiac sign as well like does each number correlate with the zodiac sign or not necessarily not necessarily I corresponded one with Aries because that it, it kind of just reminds me of that. I don't yeah. know exactly what sign the number two reminds me of, but I wouldn't say it's Taurus. Yeah, I was thinking like, it doesn't sound like Taurus, <laughs> but okay, cool. So, so they're kind of independent. Mm -hmm. So two is the pair. It, it represents like adaptability, being a follower rather than a leader, which I hope that doesn't have a negative connotation. It's just like more passive feminine energy. And then yeah. three combines the qualities of one and two. And three is a very sacred number throughout many cultures and many religions and schools of thought, it's the Trinity. And it, three is the number that corresponds to the tree of life. So it's when things really start to take life and take form. With two, when we look at like a one point A, point B, and we connect the two, it's still two-dimensional. But when we get three, mm. we come into the 3D, it really starts to build form and tying back to the concept that to think for things to become manifest, it has to go through one through nine. So three is like expansive, sociable, uh, communicative, creative energy. Four is stability. Like when you build a house, you need four sides four blocks to build a foundation, a stable base. So that's what four represents. So I would say like maybe Taurus is more four, the number four energy. It's mm -hmm. work, order, practicality, construction, stability, endurance, discipline. Five, five is the, five symbolizes freedom. So we had this form and now we're moving beyond form. We're going to have a little bit more freedom, change and adventure and resourcefulness you know we have the foundations and now we have room to grow and build on top of that Ver the keywords are versatility resourcefulness adaptability travel adventure promotion speculation then we move into six we move into the field of consciousness it's described as like family and social responsibility service love compassion counseling healing creativity so we're kind of moving we're we can see how the numbers are evolving through 
a state of consciousness and a state of evolution. The number seven is a, is a number energy of seeking answers. You're going beyond now. So you've entered into the conscious realm with number six, and now we're going to go even more beyond. We're going to ask questions and establish a philosophy within ourselves or within what exists. And this can be described as introspective, intuitive, analytical, inspirational, and mystical, philosophical and mystical. Eight is a number of power. So at this point, at this stage, you sort of achieved control and responsibility with all that you've developed up until this point. Uh, Eight is in the realms of financial rewards and responsibility, expansion and growth in business, um, having more responsibility and having to incorporate judgment. And then in nine, in the end, is selflessness and compassion. So once we came all the way to this end point and we built our structure, we we became adaptable. We found our community. We built some foundation. We started to connect and, and exist beyond the physical and more conscious realms. We became philosophical. We manifested power. But now... We become selfless. And I love this concept because it, we see this in religion. We see this in Buddhism and even in Christianity, sort of like do for others and have, you know, Jesus uh, sacrifice himself for others. There's selfless, selflessness. And it, it, it encompasses a love for all. And it's described as love, compassion, patience, universality universality selfless service and endings so that's a gist of numbers one through nine and yeah so any questions before we dive into how to calculate your personal numbers i do have one question which is about angel numbers because i know probably my listeners have heard of this before i've talked about it before but you've got like one 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 two 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 three 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 all of them basically nine 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 you know they all repeat and um, you know, if you see it, usually it's like, oh, it's a sign. It's the universe speaking to you. Are the angel number meanings derived based off of the individual number meanings? I would say so. Yes. I wouldn't add the numbers together. I would just, yeah, because you're saying like eight and I know eight, eight, eight is like financial abundance is it's like all about like financial abundance and money and stuff like that. So I wonder if that's how they calculated it. Or I think if you it. see, if you see eight, eight, eight somewhere, harness that energy you know like maybe it's a sign that you're gonna have business prosperity or you need to focus on your business if you see 111 maybe it's time to start something you're being prompted to start something if you see Mm. 333 it maybe it's it's inviting you to connect with others and build community if you see 444 maybe it's like inviting you to ground down and kind of build some stability and routine yeah yesterday I woke up in the middle of the night and I just like felt so compelled to look at my clock mm-hmm. and check the time and it was three 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 and I remember like I was still half asleep but I just like stared at it like three <laughs> remember that <laughs> and then I was listening to a tarot card reading where somebody was doing a reading for um 
like the zodiac signs and I'm a Gemini moon and she was like for Gemini moons um she was reading it for Gemini sun moon or rising and she was like oh I'm getting three through three so if that's like of significance to you this is a sign and I was like oh shit (laughs) so I think it's just interesting like angel numbers that's not what this podcast is about but using numbers to really like facilitate or understand or get back in touch with ourselves, get back in touch with the universe is so powerful. Mm -hmm. I love that. I definitely noticed the symbols in my life too. And my first experience with somebody who was into numerology was my mom's coworker. I had a day off of school, but my mom still had to work. So she was my caretaker for the day. And I was following her to her her church group. And then she saw a license plate number and she took out a notepad and she wrote it down. She's like, this is a special number. I've been seeing this number everywhere. And I was like, what? This is so different. (laughs) Never even heard about that. And she buys her lotto tickets based on the numbers she sees. That's so funny. I love that. I love that too. Okay. So now for the juicy stuff, how do we calculate our own personal numbers? So we each have four personal numbers. They are the life lesson number, the soul number, the outer personality number, and the path of destiny number. So the life lesson number, which is the first of your four personal numbers, is calculated from adding all the digits of your birthday together. So this represents the lesson you must learn in this lifetime, and it's most significant in your choice of a career, which many of us sometimes don't really know what we're supposed to be doing or want to be validated in what we're doing. So this is a great number to connect with and feel solid in the direction we're going. And it's interesting because even a business idea has a moment of birth. So like your business can have a number too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've always wanted to look into that. What, how do you think we can determine that? Obviously our birthdays are easier. So that's mm-hmm. straightforward. But if we wanted to calculate something for a business or a music career, what do you usually see as like the milestone that marks the start of it? Because it can be vague. For instance, I was like brainstorming my business and I joined a coaching program to start my business months before I actually made a post on Instagram saying, here we go. But mm-hmm. that's like a milestone that I could use potentially. Like how do we, how can we calculate that? Or what can we use to do that if we wanted to do this for business? I'm going to have two answers. My first answer is you can create these milestones. If like that was a significant moment for you to like first have the idea and then have your actual post, you can keep track of these numbers and see how your business has evolved and how the meaning has evolved as you move forward. My second answer is when you started your LLC, or when you put your effective date. So for me personally, because I'm into numerology, the date I filed was not the number that I wanted to carry into my business. So I chose my effective date. I filed my effective date for a different date than the actual date that I filed. That's funny. I don't have an LLC. I have a DBA, but I filed that like months after I started my business. So that doesn't feel like it would make sense for me. Cause you know what I mean? So yeah, I guess it's sort of just like you get to choose, which is the what makes the most sense. Yeah, definitely. So the number uh, that I chose the date to for my business to be effective, like officially as my LLC 
to add to the number five, because the the point of my business and this, the purpose of why I created my business is because I want freedom and I want to be able to travel and be my own boss and live my life as creatively as I want. And five is the number of freedom and creativity. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so it could be fun. You can definitely add all sorts of numbers together, write it in a notebook, keep track of it. And essentially it's like what, what meaning you want to put to it and what you want to connect to. So when it comes to calculating this number for ourselves, how do we go about doing it? So for life less than number, we're going to add all the digits of the birthday. Okay. So for example, your birthday is December 6, 1995. So I'm going to add one plus two plus six plus one plus nine plus nine plus five. That equals 33. Yay! That's that's a number. And again, that's like, I saw, I literally woke up and saw 333, like, on my clock. I feel like, <laughs> and it's 332 as we're recording this right now. It's about to be 333. Amazing. So, <laughs> wow. That's, that is amazing. So, the, the life lesson uh, ha- is significant to your career. So, maybe, maybe you're going through, like, a career portal of evolution who knows uh, maybe well, you know yeah or maybe yeah. It's a sign for what's to come but I'll read you your life lesson number meaning if okay <laughs> okay so for the number 33 you should be steady and reliable and develop a strong desire to protect others so the language is like you should because this is the lesson you, you must learn in this lifetime so you should be steady and reliable, develop a strong desire to protect others. You would like to live close to nature and this urge may influence you to choose a life in agriculture. Your goal would be to produce food on a large scale to help provide sustenance for the hungry of the world. You would never be found in any profession that could act destructively to humanity. However, your talent may lie along the line of arts, music to bring harmony, painting to bring beauty or literature to promote education. So in the sense we can like look at agriculture symbolically, not like you're actually like tilling some soil and planting some seeds, but like in a more arts realm, you're you're farming creativity and talent and passion and that's uh, actually insane. <laughs> I was not, I was like sort of following until that last part. And now I'm like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Especially because as a little kid, I used to be like, I just don't understand why like homelessness or people mm-hmm. being hungry exists. And mm-hmm. more recently, I was on a walk and I was just thinking like big picture, what do I want to do? And I was like, I just want to be wealthy enough so that I can basically just fund projects that fix uh-huh. these issues. I'm like, I don't need to do it myself, but I want to have a team that can have some part in this, which is so random because I'm not really interested in that. Like, I'm not interested in, like, making charity work my living. I know that might sound really mean, but I don't know. I just, I don't really resonate with that. I resonate with what I'm doing now, but I also have this deep desire to like fix these specific issues around agriculture. Of course. So that is like, we'll see. We'll see what I end up doing, but that is very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Like your, what, what you do for your livelihood 
doesn't have to be the same for what you're passionate about, what you want to be a patron of and like support, yeah. like from another degree, yeah. a little bit separated. Um, and so number 33 also is like, could potentially be in the field of service, medicine, healing. Um, it could be law and justice. Uh, 33, the 33 consciousness is beyond that of humanity and it's Christ-like in expansion. And um, you could even be in a place of priesthood and ministry. And uh, sometimes the one thing about 33 is sometimes you you may be required to sacrifice your own desires for the needs of others to fulfill your life lesson vibration so mm. whoever feel conflicted you can turn to your life lesson number what does my life lesson number tell me that I should learn and practice and move towards yeah a complete sense of well-being and self I love that that's awesome. And other, I know quite a few number 33s and they are powerful people. They're in like, for example, one of my friends who's a number 33, he owns a music production, like a festival music event production company, but he is so conscious in what he does and he curates such conscious spaces. Yeah. And he is the main point, you know, who kind of brings us together and allows for space for arts and music and creativity. And so that's like the master number energy. So also in a sense, like you curate these experiences for others centered around arts and music. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. So everyone basically takes the number of their birthdays, adds them up and it's either, it's either somewhere in the nine spectrum. If it's over nine, then you add those two numbers together. And mm-hmm. so it becomes a number from one to nine or it's 11, 22 or 33, right? Yes, exactly. So if it adds to 14, you'll reduce it to five and then your life lesson number is five. So can we go over what briefly, like what some of the other life lessons mean? Cause I'm sure, sure. not everyone has 33 who's listening and they wanna know what their life lesson means. So what do yeah. the other number life lessons mean? So my life lesson number is eight. It's it's a lesson to learn to manage power and authority, and it can branch out to managing money and other people's money. It's a number of CEOs, of athletes, and of cult leaders. So, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I was describing the numbers one through eight, it's like that step before selflessness. So, yeah. Interesting. sometimes, you know, I may be, I have to really practice my ego and my power and realize like, you know, if I did one thing and someone else did another and, but we, we did the same thing. My, what I do carries more weight because I just innately am more powerful entity and energy. Like I, and so if I'm being negative, it's like that much more amplified. So like my lesson really comes back to trying to get to number nine of selflessness, but Mm. at the same time, not being afraid of cultivating this power that I have and to step into it, you know, and it's like good validation for me because sometimes I'm like, well, am I being selfish? Am I being too overbearing? Am I being too meticulous? But it's like, no, like I, this is my lesson to learn to manage this. And if I do this, I can really go into mastery, like 
you know, I might not be an athlete, but, you know, in the sense an athlete masters his craft, I didn't really like the idea of like being the same role of cult leaders. (laughs) It's just the idea that my ideas can be really powerful and hold a lot of influence. So kind of holding that responsibility. Yeah. Um, Number, let's see, number six, my sister is the number six and she's always there for people. She is a ride or die. She's a rock. And number six lesson is uh, to learn a sense of responsibility for your family and community. And uh, it's a domestic vibration. She loves animals. She wants to go into marine biology. At first, she wanted to be a vet. So really, she's really aligned with her number six. Number, hmm, what's a fun number? Give me a random number. You choose. Three. Number three. It's the number of intellectual, artistic, and creative endeavors. Uh, So the lesson is to learn how to express and manifest like beauty and luxury and pleasures. Mm, Which I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people who listen to this are threes. (laughs) What other number would you think some of you get? Um, all right, let's, let's try one. Number one. Number one is the lesson is learn to be original, strong-willed, creative, and innovative. Mm, That's good. What about number two? (laughs) Your lesson is to learn to be a good mixer, to learn to be adaptable. You can, and the number two, like career-wise, you could be a good salesperson, for Mm. example, um, be perspective persuasive than more than forceful I like that (laughs) we talk about that here on the podcast so (laughs) so I know that our listeners get that um what about four we didn't do four right no four the lesson is to build a solid foundation for your life um Mm. learning to build a order and a system for your life uh you could be good in the for career good in administration um, or some sort of management role. What about six or no, five? Five is the word for freedom. Like we're going beyond four, going beyond the structure and um, career career wise or like lesson wise, like you would be good exploring. So whether you join the Peace Corps and you travel or you're a researcher you're, you might be a diligent student if you're a number five and uh, learn to just value freedom. Mm. I think seven and nine we have left. Okay. Seven. Um, the lesson is to develop your mind. So I actually used to date a number seven and he was very heady. He's always like thinking about things and had ideas about a lot of things. <laughs> and um, he just thinks so much. So his lesson is to meditate and learn to... develop your like you have so many thoughts but also development of mind is like to kind of calm it down you're really good at solving difficult problems um and you might be good in research analysis science mathematics investigation but but also like because you need to learn to develop your mind that's overactive you might do well living by nature, by the ocean, something calm. Mm. So nine. The lesson of nine is to be a lover and lover of humanity, 
and to be patient, kind, and understanding. You can be a writer or a lecturer, someone who kind of brings people and ideas together. So I guess we actually have 11 and 22 as well. Yes, we, we do actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, 11, the life lesson is like to be dedicated to community and service. And a, a, a good quote for number 11 is love thy neighbor as thyself. If you, for career, career, career wise, oops, <laughs> you could be an inspirational speaker. You may be an esoteric practitioner. The lesson is to not let this fame and recognition get to your head and to always stay true to altruism. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then number 22, the, the urge of 22 is to accomplish things and to build things and taking an inspirational idea and putting it to practical use. You might demonstrate more wisdom than esotericism, which could almost be the same, but same, same, but different. Mm -hmm. A good career for 22s is to be an ambassador to foreign countries or uh, own a large enterprise. Um, and a lesson for this, number 22s might be in a position to take charge of a large organization or corporation. And your lesson is going to be to handle money efficiently and uh and efficient, not just for the business, but for usefulness of the benefit of the larger purpose, like the larger group of people, like considering the people and the business. Mm, that is amazing. Okay, so everyone, <laughs> make sure you calculated your numbers and now you have the meeting for it. Mm -hmm. So what's the next number that we can calculate? The next number is our soul number. It is the real you. The truth comes out. <laughs> And this can be calculated by adding the values of the vowels of your name. So we're going to have to kind of go over the number letter code. Okay. So in the alphabet, A through Z, it would be a good idea to maybe write, write all the letters out. And then from, starting from A, you're going to sign it the number one, B, number two, C, number three. And you do this until you get to nine. I think when you get to the number I... I mean, not the, the number I, the letter I, it's nine. So yeah. then the next letter so goes back to one. one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So you have in your name, for example, you have A, E, I, E, E, A, I, E, A, A, I. Okay. Those are, those are your vowels. So we're going <laughs> to, I got a lot of vowels. <laughs> we assign a number to this. So Catherine, it's your name, first name. So A is num number one. The E and Catherine is number five. The I is number nine. The e, again, E is five. And so we do this for your whole name given at birth, your first, your middle, and your last name. If you have like a, the junior or yeah. the first or sir, like you don't count, you don't calculate, you don't add that as part sir, of your baby name. Like <laughs> imagine somebody <laughs> was born with a sir. Yeah, maybe that's like old. That's <laughs> times who knows no but like <laughs> you're edward wouldn't have any vowels anyway so i guess it doesn't matter but i know what you're saying yeah like if there's any of those stuff it, that doesn't count mm -hmm. there are some exceptions to what we consider a vowel the first exception is why we're gonna consider why a vowel if it sounds like a an e in mary mm. why will be a vowel 
So Mary, A and Y are your vowels. Okay. If it's like Yvonne, then it's like, no, because the Y is kind mm-hmm. of silent, so it doesn't count. Mm-hmm, exactly. And W is going to be a vowel if it follows D or G, as in the names Dwight or Gwen. Okay. So it's a little bit tricky, tricky, <laughs> but those are, those are just a few exceptions. And, uh, the, another, the last exception is Y will be a vowel when it's the only vowel in a syllable. So sit, like, for example, the, the name Sybil, Sybil has two, two syllables, Sybil. So S-Y. That's the only vowel in that syllable. So we're going to count Y as a vowel. Okay. And then in Bill, B-I-L, I is the other vowel. And the vowels, A-E-I-O-U, just a small review in case someone's like <laughs> a brain fart and you're not following along. <laughs> okay. So we take all of the numbers, we take all the vowels and we add it up. So how many do I have, for example? My name's Long. <laughs> so I might have more than one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have eleven vowels, and so all your vowels, when we assigned a number, number. one through nine to it, at yours added to eighty-two. Okay, but eighty-two is larger than seventy-six, so we're going to reduce eighty-two to eight plus two, which is ten. Okay, so we're going to consider ten your unreduced number. Okay, okay. So now ten, we're going to reduce it. One plus zero equals one. Okay. So your soul number is number one. Dun, dun, dun. What does it mean? <laughs> I'm going to read you um, the official description of this from this wonderful, wonderful book that I um, love. And this is the main numerology book that I study from. It's called Numerology and the Divine Triangle. It's the best resource I've found so far. I mean, if you're like on the go and you see some numbers like 444 and you don't remember what it means and you Google it, you'll you'll definitely get the gist of it. Mm-hmm. But this book right here, you can go beyond these basic numbers and find the blueprint for your life, mm. which will give you precise steps and clarity. But for now, we'll stick to the basic four numbers. Okay. So number one, as the soul number, the leadership one in past lives now brings a desire to continue striving for higher consciousness. So it's saying in your past lives, you did the work to become in a place of leadership. So now in this lifetime, you are going to develop higher consciousness, like beyond that. You're independent regarding your beliefs Your desire for free and independent thinking continues to occupy your innermost yearning. Do not let this strong drive obstruct your attainment of practical goals in the present life. You are always conscious of your inner strength and would have difficulty taking a secondary position among your contemporaries. If marriage or partnership is considered, investigate your inner yearnings of your prospective partner to safeguard the successful outcome of your relationship. If your individuality is too strong, it could express itself as bossiness and be detrimental to personal happiness. So, so firm is the intensity of your focus and so strong is the memory of self-glory from the past that you are 
you're apt to stand on your convictions, even though it could disrupt important relationships. Your inner strength gives you something to rely on when going when the going is rough, and you can be a tower of inspiration to others in the time of trouble. So we went over one as a standalone meaning, but now when applied to the soul number, you have a strong will. Yeah. You have a strong desire to strive for growing your consciousness, your passions, what you want to do. So you're like, your soul is very strong willed and the number of a boss. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like that. I feel like I resonate with that. Can you tell us what the other numbers mean? And are you able to have an 11, 22, or 33 for this number or no? Yes. Okay. Okay. So what do the other numbers mean? So just the gist, two as the soul number, um, you're the type of person who has a strong desire for peace and harmony. Um, three, we would say you're aware of the law of Trinity and you are the type of person to bring inspiration and imagination and will work to turn this into a result. As a number three, you have a strong sense of duty. So for whatever you're doing, you you feel like you have to do it, you know? Mm. Number four, you're a well-organized person. Being well-organized will help you bring success in your life. So you have the high potential to be a very successful person and you're well-ordered and you plan and you're loyal. (laughs) Five, you're the type of person who loves freedom, values freedom, doesn't allow any limitations on your belief and your way of thinking. You have a very like um, a variety of self-expression and you need to have that expression. If, if, if you are constricted in that expression, you might rebel. <laughs> and um, you're the type five, if you're number five, you're the type of person where you need a vacation or a new outfit or something to help you feel like change. You feel comfortable in change. Six is the type of person, six as a soul number is you love beauty, harmony, peace. It's a very Venusian number, like the planet Venus. And you have a passion to teach others to maintain peace and harmony could be a great meditation teacher to do if your numbers, your soul number is six and you have a passion to be close to your family and have a strong family life. Seven as a soul number, you might be more quiet and reserved. Um, you're a good thinker, analyzer could be psychic ish. <laughs> And you're sensitive and secretive. You more keep more to yourself. Um, and you could really help humanity through ph- philosophy and um, developing a, a strong philosophy. A, as a soul number, you're an ambitious person. Uh, you, you're not really easy to handle because you're really powerful and ambitious and you, <laughs> You don't let any obstacle deter you from your goal. Number nine, very intuitive. You're an intuitive person. You're sensitive, imaginative, impressionable, generous, and you're kind and forgiving. Number 11, as your soul number, 
you are probably a really spiritual person and are on a dedicated spiritual path and you might have like some clairvoyancy or special like psychic abilities and you handle change very well. 22 as a soul number, you as a person, you want to achieve things. <laughs> you have a desire to f- for f- material fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we described number 22 as a life lesson number, you know, as a career number to be like, to own a large enterprise or corporation. So you want to leave the world a better place than you found it. And 33 is the soul number. You're the type of person who's ready to sacrifice yourself for humanity. You have a strong vision for the future and you're okay to step aside and not be in the limelight if you know that that's a position that is going to help humanity in the long run. Yeah, ready to help other vibes. And that's the just the soul numbers of who you really are. Awesome. Okay, so with soul numbers, we can use this basically to just get back in touch with ourselves, it seems like. Like, what what mm-hmm. good is this useful for? To understand yourself and yeah. to have some validation in who you are. For example, I'm a number five. And so I'm the type of person who needs a vacation or a new outfit to feel like I'm myself. And when I need a reset, I want to travel and see the world and I want to be free and I'm a rebel. I've gotten in trouble a lot. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) you know, you tell me to do one thing and I want to do it my way. And, and at first I'm like, okay, I'm like, am I being problematic right now? Like, am I, should I ground down a little bit and put, tuck away my dreams to travel and explore and be free and conform to other people's standards? No, my soul number is five. This is who I am. So it kind of validates me to keep on doing what I'm doing and be me. That's amazing. I love that. Oh, I am so sorry. I gave you your wrong soul number. I gave you your out of personality number. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So back it up. All your vowels actually add to 43. That's your soul number. Okay. So your soul number is actually number seven. Okay. Well, let's go back to that. What was number seven again? I don't remember. <laughs> you are quiet and reserved, a good thinker, analyzer, and meditator. You need peaceful surroundings and become irritable if your environment is noisy. You are refined, sensitive, secretive, and usually psychic. You may live alone and remain unmarried. You are <laughs> celibate and join the higher mystical order of humanity. This, you know, it's a spectrum. <laughs> Your true nature is to be calm, to develop depth of character, and thus to benefit humanity through philosophy. Okay, so what's actually, this is, I feel like that doesn't resonate with me at all, but maybe it, that's sort of something I have to work towards. I'm not quiet and reserved whatsoever. Mm. I do need to be alone sometimes. Even though I'm an extrovert, I think that I do best when I have time alone to decompress. But, um... That's interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. Interesting. This is where it's fun, where like you take the numbers and you analyze it and you think about it and you, this is how you grow your practice and your understanding of it. Cause it's, it's interesting as a soul number seven, 
you know, who you really are, your real personality. It, it's only known. Oh, here's the thing. It's only known to you. Other people don't know this. So when you interact with others and you say you're loud, mm. that's not your soul number. That's not your soul number being expressed. Your soul number is when it's only you know it. And even if like in your life, you don't really take the time to express this because you're busy. Like if yeah. you did have time to be alone and have no responsibility, like it this is... Yes, this would yeah. be the expression that comes out more. That's really it fascinating because also- it's like sort of like you have to almost shut everything else down to really get in touch with your inner self to connect with this number. Because it's like mm-hmm. I do feel like when I am alone, it, it resonates a little bit more. But in my day to day, when I'm talking with people and when I'm with, you know, doing the things that's I'm not necessarily quiet and reserved all the time, but that's not necessarily what it means. Mm hmm. And in a sense, soul number can be described as like the self you desire to be. So maybe when you're busy all the time and you're exhausted, you might find it's more comforting to kind of think and be philosophical and meditate. And it also relates to your past lives. So your soul number is influenced by your past lives. So from where you come from, you carry this quality of being a good thinker, meditator, being calm. If left unexpressed, it may have a strong urge to be expressed. So if you're in a place or maybe you're finding some tension and conflict in your life, I would definitely look to your soul number for some guidance. Okay, good to know. Okay, so what's the next number? The next number is going to be our outer personality number. So this is how other people see you. It's not necessarily who you are, but how other people see you. Kind of like in astrology, your rising sign. I was going to say, like, in astrology, you have your sun, moon, and rising. So this is sort of correlated to your rising. What would be correlated to your sun, if anything? Probably your life lesson number. Yeah. And I would say your moon is, like, your soul number. Like, your emotional self, like, how you really interpret things and perceive things and how you, your inner self wants to express itself, you know, your sun sign is kind of like the self you put forward so that you can survive, like, it's ego driven, not in like the bad ego way, but sort of like the, you need to think about yourself to eat, to sleep, to find shelter, to find water, because you need to survive. Right, right. Um, So that's kind of like your lesson number, like what you're here to, you're to do. So and this next called, one you said it was called what? The outer personality number. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about what the outer personality number means. How do we calculate this number? Yes. So this one is adding the consonants of your name, of okay. your birth name. Okay. Got so, it. Like once again, using the number letter code, A through Z, one through nine. So for example, C is three. T is two, H is eight, R is nine. So we're going through the consonants of your name right now. N is five. Yeah. So for your whole name, first, middle, and last name, we're going to add all these numbers together and then reduce it. Okay, got it. Tell us a little bit more about this. So now your outer personality number is actually the 82, which reduces down to one, which is how others perceive you. So let's see how this resonates. You present an independent, capable, and executive type image to the world. 
Others see you as a unique individual, separate from the ordinary crowd, perhaps a loner in some respects, but definitely different. They expect you to be able to take control of any situation and be able to run an organization or club efficiently. They will look to you to get the job done because you appear to be the leader, the pioneer, the idea person who always knows where to go and what to do. They, the, the creation of the correct image is foremost in your mind and you depend upon the force of your personality as your identification pass in society. You may appear to be overly aggressive and domineering. In this case, your selfish need to assert your individuality is recognized as the expense of the free expression of those around you. So just a reminder, it's, sometimes this can sound like a little harsh and negative, but it's, a, it's definitely a spectrum. <laughs> you as a number one person dress to be among the first in style. You like exclusive models and never want to look like anyone else. Negatively, you may even dress freakish, freakishly or in modes beyond the limits of good taste. that's really funny yeah I feel like I resonate with a lot of that but of course it's more about how people perceive me it's like that's how I want to be perceived in a lot of ways but you guys will have to write in and and tell tell me (laughs) if this is accurate right but just because it's not necessarily who you are this is still so important because this is how you move through the world how other people perceive you is a huge part of how you actually act. what you do yeah exactly yeah. yeah so what do the other numbers mean two as an outer personality number you might appear quiet and modest um more like peaceful you know you have a little bit mysterious the people might find you attractive but you're you actually are the type of person you want to be by yourself <laughs> three as an outer personality outer personality number uh really charming and sociable you know like I would say that that reminds me of being a Libra when you have like Libra energy and (laughs) charming and everyone wants to be your friend and you're really you communicate well four as an outer personality number uh you appear determined and work oriented so that gives that gives me Capricorn energy and you know maybe you'll recognize a number four as if you have a co-worker and they're always like doing their job and you never see them slacking like they might be a number four outer personality number mm. you know they might not actually do that when they're home and alone they might be a complete slob who knows but yeah at least as a side note <laughs> you were saying this relates to our rising Mm-hmm. And my rising's Virgo, which is very much oh. what you described as the number one, like, detail-oriented, get the project done, like, all that stuff. So, uh-huh. uh, as you're listening through this, we haven't, we're going to have our astrology episode next week, but maybe just take note of your numbers and see if you already know your astrology chart, you can see if there's a correlation, but... Once we get to the astrology episode, you'll at least have more clarity there. See if it relates. Because for me, I'm like, that definitely seems to relate. But for everyone else, see if it relates. Well, yeah, like like I was saying in the beginning, numerology is closely tied to astrology. And the number 78 appears again in astrology. It's the sum. It's like all the planets, signs, and decans of the zodiac added together is 78. Mm. There we go. <laughs> in the episode, you know, you'll go over more of the planets and the signs and the yeah. decans are a little bit more advanced, but it, yeah, it, I don't even know about those to be honest. It's really interesting. <laughs> okay, so number five is where we left off. You might appear to be bright, witty, you're a conversationalist, you like to talk, 
you might be very sexual and sensual uh and you have like this free-spirited energy like people look at you and you embody change and freedom to Mm. them number six has a very protective vibration so you appear to have a strong sense of responsibility for others you're probably the type of person people want to get advice from to be accounts you 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 make a good counselor or a teacher or a healer because people trust you and feel safe in your energy number seven uh you might appear to be a loner uh you love nature solitude you're very observant and sometimes you might come off as like a confused person but that makes sense because your expression is to sort of be a loner. So mm-hmm. if you're like in a social setting and other people are perceiving you, they might be like, this person seems confused and like unsettled, but. Okay, gotcha. The, that's number seven. <laughs> uh, but yeah, people see you as like a mystic, poet, a thinker, sort of like abstract and not really in the same realm as everybody else. Number eight, as an outer personality number, uh, people see you as an authority and you have, you emanate personal power and strength. As number nine, as the outer outer personality number, uh, you appear to have a understanding, like you know a lot of things and you're warm and you're friendly and uh, you, you make people feel loved. And like, num- like, you know, back to the numbers as a meaning by itself, nine is like the number of selflessness and mm-hmm. kind of the last number. So, you know, you could be emotional, romantic. You can be seen as emotional, romantic because you're kind of like getting into that unity, love space. So now we're going to the master numbers. Number 11 as an outer person- personality number. You're inspirational. You know, people see you as inspirational and like an artistic genius. Number 22, as an outer personality number, you appear diplomatic and also like a master because we're now in the master numbers. So this is authority energy. Yeah, 22 is a powerful, you know, you uh, care about other people. And like kind of tying back to when career-wise, if you're a life lesson 22, how you would be good at handling a corporation or an enterprise, but not in a selfish way for the money, but for the good of the people who are part of this corporation and the enterprise. So um, that's the number 22 energy. And 33, people see you as modest, charitable, and humble, generous, just like proper. Like that's a good, that's a good word for number 33 out of person where you just like a proper person you know (laughs) that's nice (laughs) now how about that fourth number the last number that we're going to go over today yes this is the path of destiny number and this is what you must do in this lifetime this is your destiny (laughs) (laughs) and the way you calculate it is you add the unreduced soul number and outer personality number Okay. So your on your unreduced soul number was 43. And once again, that's the total of your vowels, the sum of your vowels. 
and the unreduced number for your outer personality number, which is adding all the consonants together. Mm-hmm. And one more time, if it goes over 76, your unreduced number is what you reduce from the number over 76. Yeah, so that's where it comes in handy because otherwise it might just be like, well, why do we care about the unreduced number when we're just reducing it to the lowest number anyway? But it, mm-hmm. it's needed for this. Yes, for your for your destiny. And so to get yours, I added 10 and 43. So 43 is your unreduced soul number and 10 is your technically unreduced number for your outer personality number right. because we're not going to use 82 right it's over okay. 76 so 10 plus 43 is 53 so you you are 53 over 8 so that's another thing i didn't really mention is for example your soul number is for you can say it as 43 over 7 because you can get more specific with each number 1 through 76 but that is advanced numerology okay okay but on the basic level you're number seven but on a more specific soul soul level, you're number 43. Okay. So just for funsies, since you didn't necessarily resonate with your soul number, we should read 43 at the end. Yeah, yeah. See if that resonates more. <laughs> so for That's our- something we could learn about in like a book, right? Where if we wanted to Google it or like get a numerology book, we can look up the more specific numbers, one to 76. Definitely. Okay, definitely. perfect. Okay, so for our destiny, that's what it is, destiny? Path of destiny. Path of destiny. So we calculate it by adding those two together. So mine's 53. So do we keep it as 53? Mm-hmm. We reduce it to 58. Yes, okay. So your path of destiny is eight. You have magnificent courage and stamina, and you will attain your goals through your own efforts. Recognition, success, and wealth are your proper destiny. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Perseverance in your career and long hours of intensive work backed up by the ambition are what carry you to the top executive position in your chosen field. No lesser position would be acceptable to you. You need, however, to couple your material focuses with the spiritual and to attain mastery over yourself before you can attain and hold the position you visualize for your life's work. Some people with this number of vibration use their tremendous strength and endurance in the sports field and become outstanding athletes, thereby expressing their determination to be at the top in sports rather than in the business world. However, many famous athletes end up in business where their sports careers have ended. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. I know from my perspective, I do want that. I created my own business so I could have that, I guess. But I still want to be seen as the top of my field. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I literally cannot do it unless I work on myself, with myself, in spirituality. Like, it's literally not possible for me if I'm neglecting all of those things. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah. So what about the other ones? Number one, as the path of destiny, your destiny is to be a leader, not just being a leader, but being a leader through while following others. So kind of learning from people and then being a better leader in that sense. So not being completely selfish and just about you, but considering other people in your leadership. Okay. Number two, as a path of destiny number, um, you're a peacemaker. Maybe, you know, you join an organization or something where you become a really vital role in keeping the peace and harmony and like reminding people what they're there for to exchange and to adapt and to change. Number three is the path of destiny number. 
you might have a lot of talents and hobbies because you have so many talents and hobbies. You have to use your time wisely to be successful. That's general. You know, these numbers can go really deep in, but um, yeah, your destiny is to use your time wisely and you love socializing and connecting with people. So be a good friend and then you'll have good friends. Number four as a, your, your destiny. Your destiny is to build tangible and useful products. A builder of the world, uh, you know, organizing thinking and managing establishments and to be determined and continue working towards building that and being useful. So you get things done efficiently and properly. and That's your destiny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Number five. For your destiny, um, you know, many changes occur for a number five. And uh, the mission is to experience progress through a willingness to accept change. You might be a rebel. I'm a number five, path of destiny. I definitely have rebel energy. Like I said, <laughs> very vaguely, I've gone in a lot of trouble in my past. And my soul number five validated me and like, my need for freedom and change. However, because my, on the other hand, the reason why I've like questioned whether change and freedom and striving for that is good for me is because, you know, I've had so many changes and struggles in my life that have been really hard, especially like in my family, but that's just, that's my destiny is to grow stronger through adapting with these changes. So that's the energy of number five. And uh, Path of Destiny 6, your destiny is to cultivate a loving home and family life. And family is usually your main interest. So happy wife, happy life, but make it gender neutral. But I like that because especially I feel like women, it's like, you have to be the hard worker now. Like you have to go get a job and you'll see some people be like, how, wait, can't I just like be a stay-at-home mom? Like that's what I want to do. And yeah. yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, you might be a number six path of destiny. Number. <laughs> and some people just like that, and they're perfect for that, and that's what they really thrive doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, it's like finding a balance and knowing what your path of destiny is might clarify that for you. Yeah, for sure. And for number six, you can almost say like you you'd be a great host or hostess. So whether you're yeah. hosting for a party or something you like help everybody mingle and right okay so moving forward number seven is the path of destiny number your destiny is to be a teacher of ethics and you have a specific talent to separate true from false and so your path your destiny is to sort of teach that to others you know because we can get really confused as humans we have so many things that entice us and attract us it might distract us or maybe it is what we're supposed to be doing but what's true and what's false and like who are we believing and up if your path of destiny is number seven you're really being called to help clarify that for people distinguish between true and false you know tying back to number seven as a number meaning by itself it's like the number of solitude and meditation and being calm number eight as a path of destiny number your destiny is to be successful, have a lot of recognition, and be really wealthy, which <laughs> can't really complain with. Like, it works right. for me. <laughs> yeah. 
but the destiny path of destiny for number eight is to couple that material uh, uh, strive for material success with spiritual wealth Mm -hmm. i really love that Mm -hmm. yay (laughs) number nine is the path of destiny number um you might think your goal is to be perfect and you strive for perfectionism. However, you have to kind of under surrender to the fact that perfectionism is never really attained in our plane of existence. So to kind of ease on, be easier on yourself and be okay with never attaining perfect. A lot of people, a lot of famous people are path of destiny nine. I guess the destiny, your destiny is to broaden your circle and to connect with others, find courage to step into the grander scheme of things. And the grander scheme of things is change is the only constant. So once again, not being stuck on perfectionism because, you know, number nine is the last number in our single digit cycle you know, going through the stages to manifest into reality. Mm-hmm. So in the sense, we can say for master numbers, these are numbers that are manifest. So one through nine, the stages and steps to become manifest. So number nine, you want to be perfect. You want to be complete. It's the number of wholeness. However, in this realm, that's actually not attainable. Right. Surrendering to that. And number 11 as a path to destiny number. Your destiny is to be in selfless service, kind of speaks for itself. So we'll move forward in 22 as the path of destiny. Your destiny is to have confidence in your ability and assume great responsibility. So if you're a number 22 and like you're in a place where you're like, you have an opportunity to be in a position that's really amazing, but it has a lot of responsibility and in a sense, you know, when you hold a lot of responsibility, you have a lot to lose also. Like, don't be afraid and step into that. Mm. And number 33 is a path of destiny number. Uh, your mission is to self-sacrifice and serve others. It's a really spiritual number. And I don't know, maybe Jesus was a 33 because 33 is your destiny is to sacrifice yourself for others. So. He was also, I feel like he was 33 years old when he died or 32 wow. years old when he died. That could be like a fun thing. You know, if you're... If, this, if this conversation and this topic has really piqued your interest, like calculate some numbers of people you love and you know, or celebrities or Jesus yeah. or whoever. He was and- 33. I just Googled it. He was 33 nice. when he died. <laughs> there you go. I guess some say between 30 and 33, but 33 is definitely a number that I'm like, yeah, I associate with, I associate that with Jesus. So mm-hmm. interesting. That's amazing. So, so many breakthroughs here. Yes. Um, I know I'm really looking forward to learning more about mine. And, and really now that I know this, I feel like you said, very validated in a lot of areas as to like how I operate, why I operate, the path that I'm on, those kinds of things. So is there any like main number that we have, or is it really the four main numbers that we have? Like, is there like one number where if someone would be like, what's your numerology number? Is there one number for each person or these four are the core ones. Usually if people are speaking in terms of just one number, they're usually talking about their life lesson number. Okay, got it. So now we know that we can be savvy with the lingo. (laughs) Um, But this is incredible. Is there any last things that you want to add or that we need to know when it comes to sitting down? You know, hopefully everyone who listened to this episode, they did it all with us. So they calculated their numbers and they listened to what theirs means as we went. 
But any last words of wisdom for anyone who's interested in diving deeper into this and using it to really learn more about themselves? Yeah. So if you followed along and you calculated your four numbers and you love it so far and you want to go deeper, I invite you to look into the meaning of your unreduced number. And I also invite you to look into the first vowel of your name because the first vowel of your name has a lot of significance and can also bring clarity and insight into more of your destiny and your mm. path. And um, I totally recommend this book, Numerology and the Divine Triangle by Faith, Javon, and Dusty Bunker. Awesome. Yeah, I really want yeah, to know I my un... Well, what did we say that was for? The 43, I think it was? Uh, unreduced. For which oh. one was that? I that was your soul number. That. Yeah, so like if you want to stay tuned to hear Katie's soul number meaning. <laughs> I will read that for you right now because this is the perks of having the podcast when you host it and interview because now I'm like, oh, I can get this information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So 43, you're a true friend, affectionate and tolerant of others' whims and bobles. You pledge of your pledge of friendship endures many tests. Your sympathetic nature and sense of justice reach out to the young and the underprivileged. You are always willing to help someone in need. Your gentle nature may hide a strong determination to reach your goals. You know when to be silent. Clear thinking is one of your best attributes and is most effect most effectively developed in constructive activity. Your positive approach to life, temperate habits, and ability to make logical decisions create an atmosphere for success. So I think that's really interesting because when we were describing number seven as a soul number and who you truly are and being this like thinker yeah, and, and like really needing a meditative environment to be your true self, like when we dive deeper into that number vibration, we see how this clear thinking doesn't necessarily have to be introverted. You can use your clear thinking to have a clear idea. Yeah. To Connect with others. Develop yeah. Success and develop relations. Yeah. That's really interesting. Fulfillment and abundance are the fruits you pick as the result of your clever, productive actions. Your achievement of power and financial security allows you the freedom to enjoy the comforts you have earned. You enjoy being in a position of power and your power extends to healing in situations where the energy you possess can be transferred to the energy fields of others, thus creating a new life for them. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense to me. Mm -hmm. You're a dependable person with poise and a sense of balance. Your strong intuitive powers and discernment are based on your ability to accumulate facts. So once again, this is probably how you're manifesting this energy, but the base of that is that you're a good thinker, yeah. you're introspective, and you're calm within yourself. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. I'm a chaotic sometimes. too, but it's fine. It's a balance. <laughs> my journey. That's my journey. Yeah. <laughs> and these talents will contribute to your success as a teacher, writer, or speaker if you choose any of these professions. And whatever profession you choose, you will bring it to your constructive and you will bring to it your constructive and creative ideas, positive attitude, and fine mind. Well, there we go, people. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for reading that. And and I, I'm glad you did because now listeners, you know, obviously this doesn't necessarily specifically apply to them in terms of 43, but you can see how going to that bigger number might help you learn more about yourself and take it even deeper. So, Yoko... 
Thank you so much for coming on today. This was amazing and so much fun. It was my pleasure. Where can we connect with you, learn more about what you do and work with you? Definitely. So uh, you can definitely find me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Shakti Blossom. Shakti is the feminine energy and Blossom is like opening it up. So that's a lot what I focus on in my practice, opening up the heart space, healing through the heart and holistic heart health and not only the physical organ as in nutrition and exercise and activity, which is my main uh, training and nutrition, but also healing the emotional body and the emotional self and connecting with others through the heart. And I also have a website coming soon. It's going to be yokoyoungman.com, which is my name. It hasn't launched yet, but I would say maybe in about a month check in and you'll be able to find my services there. And I do consulting and coaching and soon I'll have my license to do nutrition. So if you have any medical conditions that you need support with, then I can help you in all realms, uh, holistic, so physical, mental and spiritual. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. And I hope everyone listening enjoyed this episode. I know they did. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.